Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Oh, cheers. Hi. Hi. Welcome to... Uh, Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm Kim Burns. This is Catcher Porter. I was going to try to introduce you, but then I just said my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ketram Porter. <laughs> that is Kim Burns. I'm sitting on a towel right now. Kim, I'm going to tell you something. Because it's so fucking hot. I was going to talk about how you're sitting on a towel <laughs> because you basically wet the couch with your sweat. But I said, no, that's too embarrassing. <laughs> And then I just did it myself. And then you just embarrassed <laughs> it's yourself. It's so fucking hot. It's like over 100 degrees in LA right now. It's like 120 in some places. Um, it's fucking unbearable. And I sweat the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Laying on a towel. I wish it was that fucking towel from last episode. Oh. The boy. That never comes off. That I need magic that. magic towel. Yeah. Well, we are not talking about the boy today. What are we talking about? <sighs> Did I get to hear? Kim, I had really high hopes for this. No. So here's why okay. I have to like give you some sort of, I have to give you some commentary on it before I start and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because it affects feels, the way I tell the story. Feel serious. It was frustrating. I'm, okay. It was frustrating. Okay. So I had really high hopes. It's starring Donald Sutherland, mm-hmm. who's pretty legit as an mm-hmm. actor. Mm-hmm. The great Sissy Spacek. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, it's Classic based on a... horror movie actress. Yeah. Based, on a, based on a true story. Fucking... Old timey. Yeah. I'm and in. it's possession. I'm in. Right? Yeah. <sighs> not good. It was not great. And here's why I need to tell you about why it wasn't great. Because it felt like a montage as opposed to a flowing story. Okay. So the way that I've structured it is my best attempt at creating an arc for you. Okay. <laughs> that didn't exist. Right. So okay. that that's why I needed to sort of let you know about okay. how I watched An American Haunting. Ooh. Yeah. An American Haunting. When was this made? 2006. Director is Courtney Solomon, who is a gentleman. 
I got excited. I thought it was a female director, yeah. and I was like, women doing it for themselves. And then it was bad, and I was like, <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> 2006, an yeah. American Haunting. I feel like I've heard of this. So the chick okay. who's in it, do you remember that incredibly uncomfortable Peter Pan that was made where it was a 12-year-old Peter Pan who was overtly sexual and it made all the adult women in the audience very uncomfortable? No. Please tell me this wasn't just me. Was it live? I'm confused. I don't no, know. No, no, no. It was a, Peter, it was a Peter Pan movie, movie that they made. Uh-huh. A, probably like in like 2000 maybe because this was made in 2005 maybe like 2001 or something and they had like a Peter Pan who was Peter Pan aged but he was like uh, like understood human sexuality in a way that made me very uncomfortable no I have no I don't recall well anyway Wendy Darling is the lead in this okay. movie and then Donald Sutherland and Sissy Spacek okay okay do we know Wendy from anything else no that's okay. the only thing I know her from what's her name in this do I get to know uh, her name in this is uh, Betsy Bell. Betsy Bell. Yeah. So, okay. So, let's play Who Lives, Who Dies first. Okay. Yay. We have uh, John Bell, played by Donald Sutherland. Alive or dead? Alive. Okay. We have Lucy Bell, played by Sissy Spacek. Alive. We have Richard Powell, who is the village teacher? Dead. And hot. Hot. Dead. Dead. Okay. Then we have Betsy Bell, daughter, haunted. I'm going to say, oof. I'm going to say lives. Alive. 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 Okay. Kate Bats, which is like the best goddamn name ever. She is a witch. Ooh, lives. Okay. Queen. Great. All right. So let's just get right into it. Okay. Scene one. Present day. Okay. Girl is running through the woods towards home, presumably. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is an invisible entity chasing her. Mm-hmm. Where does she go to escape the invisible entity? She's running through the woods. Mm-hmm. To escape the entity. She runs to her home. Uh-huh. And where does she go in her home? Remember, this movie wasn't great. <laughs> she goes to the attic. Close. She runs the up barn. the barn. She runs up, up the, the stairs. stairs. Up the stairs. She runs up, up the, the stairs. stairs to her room. We already know that Kim would not run up the stairs. This girl runs up the goddamn stairs. Okay. Um, so... That was my first, like, uh uh-oh. And it was sort of that old trope where, like, she runs into her room, locks the door, backs away from the door, and the knob is jangling, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm like, seen it. Um, Then all of a sudden, wakes up. It was a dream. Dream. Right. So she's screaming, screaming, screaming from her scary dream. Her mom walks in and is like, oh, my God, what's the matter? You were just having a dream. There is no problem. Goodbye. Like, totally chill with the fact that, like, her daughter was literally, like, scream crying what out of a dream. time period are we in right now? We're in present day. Present and day. she's, like, a teenage person, and it's, like, a midday nap that is causing her to, like, scream cry That's out of a dream. Day. Right. That's so fair. I'm, like, this is concerning as a parent. And her mom is Sissy Spacek. No. I'm, no. No. I'm sorry. We're in present day. But this is an old-timey film, so we're going to have flashbacks to old-timey times. Okay. So this mom is... uh, I haven't seen her before. Okay. Okay? So she's like, 
It was just a dream. Also, where did you get this creepy old tiny doll with a cracked face? No. And she's like, oh, I just went up to the attic and I got it from there. No, you didn't. And the mom's like, you know the attic is off limits. Because it's haunted. Right. But I'm also like, why do you have like an entire attic that is off limits? And if there is one way to ensure that your teenage daughter goes up to that attic. It is yeah. to set it off limits. It limits sure. um, so then she's like, attic is off limits. This doll is creepy. I'm taking it. Also, your dad is coming to pick you up. It's your week- It's his weekend with you. Okay? Okay. So then she goes back downstairs. And she is drinking alone at the dining room table. Talking out loud to the doll that she just, just confiscated. So things are... The mom. The mom. So things are not looking great. For the mom. Okay. Okay. She's got a whole bunch of stuff like Like, spread out. What is she saying? She's just kind of like, oh, what am I going to do with you? Like, just kind of like. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then she's got all this, this, these papers spread out on the dining room table. And she picks up this large, old timey looking envelope with like a wax seal on it. Mm -hmm. But when I say old timey looking envelope, I mean, something that you might buy at the Universal Studios gift shop that is Harry Potter themed. Uh-huh. Like the prop, the prop masters yeah. drop the ball on this one. Okay. But we're supposed to be like, okay. So then she opens the letter and we now have a voiceover from an old timey person. Okay. Who we now are supposed to assume like was the owner of the doll. Okay. Okay. So now we are in old timey times. Okay. Bam. Old-timey times. Now there is a girl of similar age in old-timey times Mm -hmm. also running through the woods. She is happily running through the woods Uh and falls in a very flirtatious way and Mm -hmm. is tumbled upon by her love interest. Yes. Which is also very funny to me because who, like, have you ever fallen... Oh, no, wait. (laughs) I was like, the answer is yes. You have, in fact, fallen in a ridiculous trophy way (laughs) while in some sort of love run with a gentleman caller. If I had asked someone else, the answer would have been no. Um, I very much have. Yeah. Um, So she falls and the boy kisses her. Um, To me, I'm thinking like, whoa, like she's like a 15 year old. This is old timey times. And she seems to be very like free with her sexuality, Uh which I'm like, I mean, cool. But also this is not normal for the time that the movie is set in. Right. Bam. Now we're at an old timey party and we see her now flirting with a totally different person. (gasps) Ooh, scandal. Who is her teacher? Whoa. So I'm like scandal, scandal. Yeah. I'm like this bitch don't play. Okay. Uh-oh. And it was just interesting because the movie is like very much like setting up her sexuality for us. Yeah. Which I was, uh, I, it was so obvious that I was like, what are you trying to tell me about this person? You know what I mean? Like they were setting her up and giving us examples of her sexuality really early in this yeah. sort of like puritan town. To me, they're telling me that she's been like sexually abused or like molested or something. It felt very slut shamey. Okay, but hold that thought. Okay, so now, bam, 
Now we're in Sissy and Donald Sutherland's house. Okay. And I'm lit- this is what I'm talking about. It's very montage mm-hmm. Meanwhile, all of the music is literally playing throughout as mm-hmm. if we are in a montage. Okay. And it's all very sort of like hocus pocus music. Meaning like Hocus Pocus is about Halloween and witches, but mm-hmm. it's also a children's movie that's mm-hmm. not meant to be scary. Yeah. So it's sort of like playfully ominous music. Okay. That's what I'm hearing right now. Okay. So I'm confused about what I'm watching, yeah. and I'm just uh, seeing a montage what of things. What the fuck is this? Um, so now we're in Sissy Spacek and Donald Sutherland's house. They're married. They're they're the old-timey married couple. Okay. okay? Sissy Spacek is walking through the house with an old-timey candelabra that is not going out, which has always been very interesting to me, because I feel like I walk three steps with a fucking birthday yeah, right. candle, and it goes out immediately. <laughs> Um, and she's like hearing this like moaning sound. It's clearly like a human sound that's coming from upstairs. All of a sudden, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> Donald yeah, Sutherland. I know yeah. Donald Sutherland pops out and is like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And she's like, "Oh my god, darling, you scared me." And he's like, "What's the problem?" And she's like, "I hear a sound." Okay, so she hears a clearly human sound. What does? Donald say it definitely is? He says that it's definitely rats. So fucking close. He says it's squirrels. Squirrels! Which is ludicrous. I'm telling, like, have you ever heard a squirrel make the sound, uh? <laughs> No. No. Actually, I haven't heard squirrels make any sound, yeah. to be honest. They're more like Other than- scratchy, scratchy. That yeah. was my squirrel sound. That was cute. Thank you. Um, but Sissy's like, oh, I guess it's squirrels. Because I'm a woman in old-timey times and whatever my husband says goes, right? Um, and she's like, uh, she's like, what are you doing out of bed? And she's like, well, I, I heard this, what you're telling me is squirrel sounds. And he's like, but you're such a heavy sleeper. Like, I'm surprised that it woke you up. You don't even hear me getting out of bed at night. And she's like, ah, yes, I do. Like, and is kind of defensive about mm-hmm. it. Bam! Why is he getting out of bed? Right. Because he's the man and has to go, I don't know, chop wood. In the middle of the night. Yeah, sure. Um, so, bam, new mm-hmm. scene. Now we're in a bustling courtroom. Okay. okay. Old-timey courtroom. Old-timey. Oh, we stay old-time from, from now, now until the last scene. Okay. okay we're old-timey. Okay. Um, so, order, order in the courtroom. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Donald Sutherland is our defendant. And we have Kate Batts. Who's my witchy lady? Who yeah. is the uh, the the wait defendant and prosecution? prosecution prosecution? But that's not defendant and is it prosecution? Sure, she's the one who's like suing him basically. Oh, okay. So um, she's really pissed, super bustling, and we learn that it's church court. So I'm like, things are most likely not going to work out. For the local the witch. single witch woman, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Donald, uh, Kate says, uh, "You, I took a loan from you. Um, when I couldn't pay it back, you took my land." And Donald was like, "Well, yeah." And she's like, "But you gave me like four fucking minutes to pay back the loan with twenty percent interest. Mm-hmm. Like that's unreasonable and bullshit." And Donald is like, well, it seemed reasonable at the time. And so so, uh, she's like, it's absolutely not reasonable. 
Like, if I needed to borrow the money from you, why would you think that I could, like, very quickly pay it back with 20% interest? Like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. So, in whose favor does the court rule? Uh, His favor. So, interesting. The court rules in her favor. Oh. And I was like, expectations reversed. Okay, film. However, what is Donald's punishment? (laughs) Um... He has to give the land back? That would be fair, wouldn't it? Yes. What would your punishment for him be? (laughs) He has to give the land back. I'm going to give you one point for that because that is a logical thing. His punishment is, well, your reputation's already been diminished, so that's punishment enough. No! Yeah. What? Yeah. That's literally his punishment. It's like his name is tarnished a bit. Ew. So he keeps all of his money and all of his land... And his name is slightly tarnished, and that's his punishment. Ew. So I was like, yep, keeping with the times. On it. So, Got it. Oh, yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Right. So fucking witch lady is like, John Bell motherfucker. Yeah. She's like, I'm, oh, shit. She's like, I'm going to curse your ass. Yes, she is. Right. So I was like, yes, bitch, you go. It was great. Uh, bam. Now we're in a new scene. We see a whole, and mind you, it's Hocus Pocus, montage haunty music. Mm-hmm. I'm not tracing new scenes. I'm just seeing this progression of montage. Okay? So then we have a whole bunch of haunty stuff that is happening in the house. Mostly to Betsy. Where I'm like. Who's Sissy Spacek? No, who is the daughter. Who okay. is um, okay. Hot Peter Pan, Wendy Darling. Right, 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 right. Mostly to Betsy. So I'm like, isn't it your dad that fucking stole the land like why are you getting haunty curses put on you but then i was like oh right it's the fucking 1600s and women are you know the ones who have to answer for men's sins it's not gonna get political i promise okay i mean in Um, general you know having your child cursed is probably most people would probably say that is Sure, but, worse than cursing you. Sure, but Betsy didn't do shit. Is <coughs> is all I'm saying. I was very. But that's upset. a true curse to him. Yeah. Okay. I would say. Fair enough. Fair enough. So we have strange, ghosty things happening to Betsy. Mostly, it's just like like noises in the house that she is kind of only hearing. Mm-hmm. There's one like wolf hunting incident that happens. This is literally what I'm watching. (laughs) A wolf hunting incident that happens with John Bell and his older son where, like, a wolf goes to eat him and he dives out of the way and then his son comes up and is like, Dad, what's the problem? And he's like, didn't you see that wolf? And he's like, no, it was a deer. You shot it. End of scene. Bam. Back to haunty things happening in the house. Okay. Okay. So we're like, what's going on? So weird noises. They're keeping Betsy awake. She then falls asleep in class. And it's sort of like this, that old timey classroom where it's like one room classroom mm-hmm. with all with kids of all different ages. Right. right. And the teacher is a male, which I found very interesting because normally men were not teachers back in that time. But mm-hmm. super hot male teacher. Nice. She falls asleep in class and there's like, he dismisses all the kids to recess and she stays asleep and there's like ominous, scary music playing as he slowly walks up to her, very concerned that she's asleep. Mm -hmm. To which that made me laugh because I was like, if all the times I fell asleep in class, there was like (laughs) ominous music playing behind me. 
Um, so he walks up to her and he's like, what's going on? She wakes him up and she's like, there's just weird, you know, noises happening in my house. And he's like, okay, well, go outside and play. So she goes outside and she gets on this super cool swing and she's swinging and swinging and swinging. And all of a sudden next to her is someone else sitting on the other swing. She seems completely not freaked out by this. Mm-hmm. Those, there are about 12 people in her class, and she clearly does not know who this girl is. So I'm like, where is the fear at, the, at you just not knowing who this yeah. person is? But she's also wearing like a handmaid's tail, like kind of oh. wings. Oh. So like she can't see her face. She keeps trying to like swing in front of her to like catch her face Uh but again like not freaking out or not stopping swinging Uh like just and all of a sudden she like uh swings in front of her and the girl turns her face just a little bit and we see that it's like "Ah, scary (laughs) scary ghost face right scary ghost face yeah so she like flies off the swing Uh and her best friend and her boyfriend uh, come and they're like, Betsy, what's wrong? And she's like, didn't you see the girl swinging? And they're like, you were swinging by yourself, Betsy. Ah, Which I'm like, well, of course you were swinging by yourself. Um, so then we're, bam, we're back in her bedroom and she's sleeping, sleeping, sleeping. And all of a sudden the covers. No, I don't like that. Slowly being pulled off her. To w- and she's like really scared to which I could... All I thought was about how, if that was happening to you, you'd be so mad. I know. You'd be so mad at the ghost. Um, I don't like that. Yeah. So the ghost is like pulling the covers off of her and we see that she is sleeping with the doll. The doll. The doll. The doll. Yeah. She's sleeping with the doll. fucking doll. Right. So uh, she tells people that like fucking creepy shit is happening because also this scary entity fucking growled at her and pulled her hair so she like and sissy comes in and she's like what's wrong and she's like something pulled my hair something touched me who do the adults blame for this now remember Um, we're in old timey times old timey america um, the devil who is the scapegoat of the time the witch the witch the witch okay is that who you would blame um i would blame I mean, I'd probably blame the devil. Okay. <laughs> you know, Beelzebub. Uh, Beelzebub. <laughs> uh, zero points. Um, because, of course, they blame the slaves. What? Anytime something goes wrong, you blame the slaves, right? Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. So, and there's, the whole time there's just, like, slaves milling about, but, oh. like, they're unidentified and don't have names. So I was like, this is problematic. Um, oh, I don't like that at all. So they blame the slaves, and they somehow are like, okay, it wasn't the slaves. Like, they had an alibi of some kind, right? So they're like, okay, plan B. Kim, what is your plan B? It wasn't the slaves. Your daughter's being haunted. What do you do? Um, go to the priest. The priest. Okay. Hmm, I'd say that keep you alive. What do they do? They ignore it and pretend everything's fine. They're like, go on with your life, Betsy. Right. You're fine. Uh, no. They call in some random hokey uh, to do a seance. Okay. To, like, extract the entity right, or some right, shit. Right, right, right. Um, Which say- seems like, wouldn't that be, like, the priest? Don't he, like, like wasn't like, the priest, though. Like, he was just, sense. like, some seance master yeah. of some kind. It's so weird that you wouldn't, like, go to, like, the church. <sighs> right. 
And so he, the sands doesn't work. And in the meantime, the ghost is like, not only are you not exercising me, I'm also going to hold this bitch up by her hands off the floor and I'm going to literally bitch slap her. Whoa. That's what's happening. Like, she's being held up off the ground uh. and she's being bitch slapped. Um, Wendy Darling is also a model. So it was like, she was like super pretty while she was being bitch slapped. And I was yeah. like, can we get like someone like who's not model, like smizing <laughs> while she's getting bitch slapped? Anyway. So, um, Sans doesn't work. Plan C. Kim, ah, what do you do? Oh my God. I don't know. Um, okay. Uh, can I, okay. I would maybe go to the witch for help. Ooh, I like that. I'm going to say that that's going to keep you alive. I like that because that's at least going to give you information. Yeah. No, they go to the next logical person, which is the town teacher. The teacher. I was just going to say that. But I'm like, what? I don't know. What's the teacher going to do? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. I mean, he's hot. So they have that going for them. Um, so they go to the teacher and the teacher's like, come on, that's not real. I'm sure it was just, you know, did you see who was slapping her? I'm sure you just couldn't see who was doing it. That yeah. kind of thing. So they ask the teacher um, to come back to the house to prove it. So the teacher comes back and he literally observes it's it's the family. It's um, uh, the seance master. Um, and the teacher and there's literally like crucifixes flying off the wall bible pages being ripped out and then she is laying in her bed and they all observe this they all observe her being like ghost raped and like nobody does anything like sissy goes to like go like you know prevent her from being ghost raped and the teacher's like no like wanting to like observe and i'm just like this is like a person that's like in distress so i was just like over all of these fucking people but this is where sissy earned the nickname that i gave her sassy spacex sassy uh because she turns to the teacher and she goes are we all having nightmares now professor because that's what he said he was like this was clearly a nightmare yeah right um sassy right so Then Sissy implores the teacher, like, now that he's seen what's happening, Sissy asks the teacher to save her daughter. How does he ask her to save... Sissy asks the teacher to save her daughter. Mm -hmm. How? By... By doing what? Fucking it out of her. I don't know. Um, Close. Oh, by... Oh, close. Kissing her? What is the only way to make an honest woman out of someone? Marry her. Yep. He says the only way to save her is to marry her. Which I'm just like. What? What? Why? How? That makes. I don't see the logic. I. Well, I mean, there is none. So. Yeah. Be that known. There is no logic. But it's also just like. She's now been ghost raped. She's, I guess, like defiled in some way. So he. She's like. You need to be her, like, protector. And the only way to do that and keep her honor is to be her husband. Yeah, it's all very problematic. I'm very upset about the time period. So now, bam, Donald is now getting sick. And he is also seeing creepy ghost girls everywhere. Who look similar 
to Little Swing Girl. Okay. Okay. So we're like, who is this uh, bitch? Maybe. So he's kind of losing it. Uh, so then, bam, we're in the schoolyard. Betsy's boyfriend kicks a ball into the woods. She goes after it. Betsy goes after no, it. No, you don't. By herself. Nope. Into the woods. Nope. So at this point, I wrote, not a murderino. <laughs> <laughs> um, so <coughs> she goes into the woods. She sees the ball and the creepy swing girl appears. Ah. Picks up the ball. Ah. And runs into a giant tree hole. Ooh. It's like a giant tree and there's a hole in the tree. Yeah. And she fucking runs into it. Uh, fucking Betsy goes after her. Right. And I'm like, course. what What are you doing? Uh, yeah, no. Um, so then they are playfully splashing each other from an inside tree pond. What? There's an entire p- pond. What the fuck is going inside on? Inside of the tree. They go into the tree and it's suddenly Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> and there's a pool in it. And, and they're, they're play pl- like, splashing. Play splashing. They're not like in it. They're like kneeling down in front of it, like you know, like splashing each other. <laughs> what the fuck? And she's got her Handmaid's Tale thing yeah. over her face, and Betsy's like, "Haha, playing and splashing." And then the girl looks up, <laughs> <laughs> and she's got scary. She is scary, dead face. Um, scary so dead what face. What does Betsy do? It was all a dream again. Right. Oh, fuck. Yes. So at I least I was like, okay, well, she she walked into the woods and she walked okay. into the tree in a dream. <laughs> so I was like, we'll give her a, a, pass. a pass. Yeah. Um, so now I actually <laughs> had to write a note to myself. I will read you my note from this point forward that says, super repetitive and montage effect makes me unsure of what happens when (laughs) so i'm just gonna kind of go through a list of events that are happening okay Okay. so event one uh slave zachary knocks on the door Mm -hmm. slave chloe answers it and hands her a a bag of linens and she's like this is from uh kate bats Kate Bats is the witch, okay, right? Yeah, uh-huh. and sh- and Chloe's like, "What is it?" And Zach's like, "My lady just told me to hand it to you." Like, peace. Creepy. So they go um, to Sissy and another slave, and they're all in the living room, and they're like, "What is that?" And they're like, "I don't know." They open it up, and it's Betsy's bed linens and a shirt that are bloodstained. And they're like, what the actual fuck is this? So Sissy like freaks out. She's like, I'm going to burn it. And Chloe, the slave is like, don't burn it. It's going to make it worse. Like, that's how you like, I don't know, like make the curse worse or something. Uh So she's like, okay, I won't burn it. But like, she's clearly weirded out. Um, So then uh, Betsy starts uh, screaming and Sissy, uh, sassy Sissy goes up. And she sort of like kind of sees like a dark entity by her bed and like drops the candle and like flames shoot up everywhere. Whoa. Dream. Fucking I know. shit. Yes. Um, so then also the ghost, she's now sitting on the porch and uh, she sees the floorboards. Sissy is sitting on the porch, sees the floorboards like 
uh, being pushed down like someone's walking uh-huh. on them, yeah. but no one's there. And <gasps> then like the the seat that she's sitting in, like there's a, there becomes like sunken, like as if someone's <laughs> just sat down, yeah, next to her. No. So I comes don't and like s- that. comes and sit, sits down next to her, and we get this really weird like film schooly effect that I have to describe this way or you won't understand what I'm saying. The POV of the ghost that just sat down Mm -hmm. goes into her eyeball. Mm -hmm. So we're like seeing what's in Sissy's brain kind of thing. But it's this weird like electrical lightning kind of effect where we just see like a bunch of flashes of shit. So we see like a, a, a flash of the dark entity standing by Bessie's bed, a flash of the bloody, bloody sheets, a flash of all this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And Sissy's like, huh, what the fuck? That's weird. Bam. Now John is walking to the witch's house and he asks her, he's like, listen, okay, you win. Like, my daughter is all fucked up. My whole family is like freaked out. Mm-hmm. Can you please end this curse? And he like, he looks busted like he looks real pale he's got like fucking pock marks on his face like he looks methed out Mm -hmm. and he's like can you please just end this and he hands her the witch a gun and he's like just end it meaning shoot him meaning shoot him whoa yeah and uh kate doesn't take the gun and she basically is just like john you cursed yourself bitch Mm -hmm. and goes back in the house okay and so we're like shit okay so he he goes into the woods into like an open like wood meadow Uh and he's like crying and kneels down and like cocks the gun puts it to his temple Uh click nothing happens oh so he's like "What what the fuck what the fuck what the fuck so he goes to like fix the gun cock it again puts it to his temple click nothing happens uh so the gun's not fucking working He's losing his shit, right? Won't fire. So now we cut back to Betsy's room. And we're having this like weird flashy dream that I believe we're supposed to understand is John Bell, Donald Sutherland's dream. But it's just a flash of images. The ghost is now opposite of the sheets that were stolen. And John is holding the sheets that are all bloody and the dad is in the room dad is holding the bloody sheets mom and the candle drop and then the line about her being a heavy sleeper bam 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 okay okay this is all happening right i'm a little lost but okay Uh, as was i (laughs) (laughs) okay so based on this cacophony of information that i've given you Uh who what is the ghost Dad is holding the bloody sheets. Okay, wait. The mom sees an entity over the bed. Say them all again, yeah. Okay. Dad is holding the bloody sheets. Mm -hmm. Mom sees a dark entity standing over the bed. She drops her candle. Dad is feeling guilty. What, who is the ghost? Dad. Close. Um, uh, It's It's more abstract than that. Okay. Um, um... Uh, someone from their family that's dead. A dead family member. No. It is her innocence. 
The ghost uh. is Betsy's innocence because they had both repressed the memory of John fucking molesting her. Yep. Fuck. I knew it. Yep. Fuck. So John's the dad. Yes. Fuck you. So this whole fucking time. Fuck you. They literally. So like that flash of like the mom seeing like a dark figure standing over the bed. <gasps> she fucking that saw was him John. And she like shut it down. Shut yes. It down. Fuck yes. you. Yeah. And so like Betsy was also like shutting it down. So like when she's being like ghost raped, she's like <gasps> remember like remembering. remembering. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Now, that being said, like, there was an actual ghost that was the representation of her innocence, yes. right? Yeah. So, so as this is revealed... Fuck! I don't like this. Bam! Okay. Now, shot of John laying in bed, and he, you can tell he's sick, he's having trouble breathing, and he's kind of, like, coughing up a little bit of blood, and we see in the rocking chair next to him this dark figure sitting in the rocking chair just rocking, uh-huh. rocking, rocking. And someone takes a spoonful of red liquid and puts it to his lips. And she says, take this. And he takes it, swallows it, and starts to choke and sputter and dies. We see that Betsy is the one who just motherfucking poisoned her dad. And the dark entity rocking in the chair Uh is sissy. Watching her daughter poison her husband because she's like we remember now bitch so bam old-timey picture of hot teacher and betsy on their wedding day which i'm like i'm sorry if you can't handle me at my haunted then you can't have me at my not haunted (laughs) like he was like i'll marry you now which I was like, you I wouldn't thought he was going to marry her before. No, he said, no, I'm not going to oh, marry her. I, I wanna... didn't know he said no. OK, yeah, he said no. He was like, I don't want to I can't protect her. I don't want to I don't want to protect her is what he should have fucking said. So now that she's like not haunted anymore, he's like, OK, I'll marry you now. It was straight bullshit. It was nonsense. Bam. Present day. Oh, back. OK. Same doll. Mom has finished reading Ancestral Letter. Like that whole thing was a voiceover that she was reading. Right. She's reading that whole story in the letter. And she's like, oh, fuck. That's like fucked up. Dad comes to the door to pick up the daughter. After she puts her daughter into the car, who appears to the mom and why? She put Betsy. Well, she put appears. She put uh, Betsy appears to tell her that that dad is molesting that daughter. Ding, 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 ding. Fuck. Yes. I yes. win. You got it. Fucking everything. So the movie ends. <laughs> the movie ends with the mom running after the dad's car. We just see like the daughter's face, like looking kind of like sad and scared as she like looks back for her mom. And it's just the mom like running after the car screaming. End of movie. That was the end. <sighs> Fuck. I'm glad I didn't have to watch that movie. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like it was it. It was not told well. One. Like, as I said, like the music was just so fucking confusing. It really, truly sounded like Hocus Pocus mu- soundtrack music. Right. Yeah. And then because there was like very few 
breaks in the background music, you felt like you were in some sort of like montage of things. So like you're kind of 30 minutes into the movie sort of waiting for the something to be happening. The plot to start. Yeah. And then you realize that like the plot (laughs) has been happening. Um, So ultimately I was disappointed. I would give it like, you know, two stars and the two stars that were earned is because like Donald Sutherland and Sissy like did the very best they fucking could. Yeah. Um, Wendy Darling, bless her heart. She's very nice to look at, but like I read now that she's like modeling and I'm like, stick to, you know, like she's just not. Yeah. Great. Um, And I'm not like trying to like just shit on everybody, but it's like when you have to sit through these, it's like you need things to be up to par. Yeah. And I was just so excited because like apparently this is based on a true story. Oh. I kind of want to like go through and like read what actually happened. Yeah. Basically. Do tell. I'm interested in that story. Well, I do know that basically this is the only uh, like recorded case in American history where the cause of death is listed as supernatural. What? Yeah. So, oh, so that... Wait, whose cause of death? John Bell's. Is listed as supernatural? Yes. Even though he was definitely poisoned? That's that's what it says. Like, that's, what, that's also what the issue is. Like, we don't actually know that he was poisoned. We don't actually uh. know that he was molesting his daughter. Like, this is, like, what oh. the screenwriter, like, said the true events were based on. Because in reality, in the history books, John Bell's death was recorded as supernatural and the story is of the bell witch oh so like in this particular so like did the witch actually just drive them all crazy into thinking that that's what was going on or or was that what really happened we don't know that's interesting i'd like to know more about that yeah I will maybe I'll, maybe the um, next time we record I'll just like do like a recap yeah. of like what I give learned, me some info learn about it send us send us tell us how, what happened yeah <laughs> but I think in, like in general it tell was tell me more, your witch stories like obviously it's like supernatural so it's like I'm not expecting it to be like scientifically sound but I just think like there were so many problematic things in the script and problematic issues with like the directing of it mm-hmm. where it was like sort of these film schooly effects and sort of like mm. a not like a not very like coherent plot line and mm-hmm. this sort of like mismatched music and then like unnamed slaves just milling about mm. as background where I was I like guys like come on you know what I mean yeah. like I just sort of so I had a lot of like feminist and political feelings about it which tainted my experience. Yeah. When was that made again? Like 2000? 2005 or 6. Oh. Right. So I'm just, yeah. And it was, it was just, and I was also like, why are you, those first two scenes that I told you about in the beginning where I'm like, it was really setting up her sexuality. Why were yeah. they setting up her sexuality in the beginning if ultimately like she's the victim who was molested? Well, because that's what you do, though, like when you're molested. It's like sometimes you become a really sexual person. That could be. It just all. Th- um, I mean, like, that is like a. I, you know, everyone deals with things differently, but yeah. that that's why that that's the first thing that popped in my head. Like you saying that, I was just like, oh, sounds like she was molested. Yeah, I guess just the like story- you become se- very sexual very early on. They say or like very quickly. Yeah, often. I guess the storytelling just like didn't make me feel like they earned that. Mm-hmm. It felt like 
cheap. Yeah. Like, it felt like victimizing, the, or it felt like villainizing the victim yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was. Um, well, that was that. Sassy. Sassy space. Sassy. Fucking, what are, what, what are you doing, girl? I mean, she's a treasure. Like, Sissy Spacek was. Of course, always, but was sounds amazing. like maybe not the best script. No. Um, um, it was not great. But I enjoy taking notes about it and then talking to my bestie about it. You did scare me multiple times. I know. <laughs> that was really fun. I literally jumped like three times. That was awesome. <laughs> that made me really happy. Um, so, yeah. So there weren't, like, the in this one, like, the per, there wasn't a ton of opportunities to, like, not die. You know, yeah, or, yeah. Or, like, yeah, make yeah, a choice yeah. that prevented you from dying. Totally. Because it's, like, the ghost of your I innocence. I think I is, fucking got a lot of points, though. I no, mean, you did. There was right. a... Let me, I could win like 10 or something, but... Yeah, let me total them I up. I fucking aced that shit. No, you really did. You did great. Let me total them up. You could get a total of 20. Two, six. Six. Eleven. You got 11 out of 20. Uh, I feel like I did better than that, but... Well, there, I'll take it. All right. Well, listen, I sassy think I spacer. really nailed it. <laughs> I think I really fucking nailed some of those. That some of them should have been worth extra points. Sassy spacer. <laughs> um. So that was my movie. Um. Cool. Good job. You scared me. Thank you. Um, the movie did not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that I never have to watch that movie now. <laughs> yeah, the, I do. I give it. No, I'm gonna no give view. it. I'm gonna give it one star. I give it no views required. Um. And yeah, is there anything else? No, but I did have an idea. Yeah, what? So like, so the last one that I did, you could get like 33 points or some shit like that. This one, you could get 20. And then yours, I think I could earn a total of like 31 or something. Uh I'm thinking after like maybe you do five and I do five. So a total of 10, we average out how many points each of us earned and like see who wins. Okay. (laughs) What do we get if we win? Uh, ooh, I don't know. Let's think on that. You're, you're, you so far have been much better at, um, scientifically adding up the points. <laughs> well, I gave a, like a, cons- I just <laughs> threw them at you a little bit. Well, um, <laughs> you'll have to, well, we'll I kind of threw, just threw some shit around a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to figure out what, what will my what do what do I want my prize to be if I win, and what do you want your prize? Oh, to be if okay. You win? And we'll Ooh. we'll come, we'll say what those are going to be the next time we record. Oh I'll my think gosh, about what I, I don't want. know. Okay, I'll think about it. Yeah. Too. All right. Well, should we say where we are? Yeah. Um, you can follow me, Kim Burns, at Instagram. It's at Kimmy B. That's K I M M Y B. Five E's. And you can find me at Instagram at Ketrin P. That's K-E-T-R-Y-N-P. Ketrin P at Insta. On Twitter, I'm just at Ketrin. At K-E-T-R-Y-N. And Kim... I'm not going to do it anymore. Kim's, not on, Kim's <laughs> not on Twitter. But as I said, I think we should just all at her to death. She is Kim Burns123 at Twitter. <laughs> Technically. And then her website is KimBurns123.com. And my website is <laughs> KetrinPorter.com. No, you can follow me on Insta. That's all that matters to me. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, well. So next week we'll do mine and we'll talk about um, Batman date part do gets a little juicier. Also, by the next episode, <sighs> I will have Kim's new uh, 
dating profile set up <laughs> that will be run by me, uh, which I'm very excited oh, about. God. Um, the more things I can control in my loved one's life, the happier <laughs> I am. That's, so I'll let you know true. how that's going as well. Okay. All right. Um, stay alive. Yeah. Okay. Until next week, stay alive and um, uh, keep it to yourself. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.